0: People ask me, Mr. Marlowe, is teaching really all that bad? And I tell them, yes.
1: recent deep dive into K-9000, 1994's Model by Day is a failed backdoor pilot turned TV movie. Based on a book, it delivers on its title by telling the story of Lex, the titular Model by Day, who at night dons a masked disguise to help clean up the streets of her city, played by X-Men's own Famke Jensen. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Uh, Jamie, what's going on? What do you mean? This. What's this? The book report. Yeah, I know, but it's a little... Land? I I don't know what you mean. I
0: think what Josh means is we've kind of upped the standards of our book reports on this show after 50 episodes. Look, I know the first couple episodes we did basic plot synopses, but... I feel like we're more of an elevated podcast now. More like a radio play at times.
2: Aren't you going to introduce some high concept twists to your book report? Or at least do like a song parody or something? (sighs) Guys,
1: I don't know. Doesn't it feel like we've lost our way a little? I mean, the concept of this podcast is a classroom. Why can't the book report reflect that concept a little more? Not every episode has to devolve into an opening skit with a bunch of punching and gunfire sound effects. Anyway. (laughs) Lex is a supermodel living a traditional extravagant supermodel lifestyle with her not-girlfriend roommate, Jay, until one day she gets a call that upheaves her world. Huh, uh, that's some weird kismet. One sec. Uh-huh, Th- this is she.
0: Some riveting podcasting.
1: Oh my god! Is she, is she okay? Okay, thank you so much. Oh, bye. What's wrong? That was the police. Sorry, guys. I have to go to the hospital. A friend of mine was carjacked this afternoon.
2: Woohoo
0: hoo here we go! What? Well, this is the turn, right? The boring book report was a red herring. Now this is going to turn into a skit where, like Lex in the movie, you become a vigilante fighting for justice on the streets. Mm-hmm. I got it.
1: What? No. I'm so unqualified for that. In what world with my noodle editor arms could I become a vigilante?
0: Oh. I just thought, you know... No,
1: I'm just gonna go check on my friend in the hospital, man. Have some compassion.
0: But what about justice? Don't you want to take the law into your own hands and clean up the streets? Seems like everyone in this town has been kidnapped, robbed, or raped. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, that can't possibly be true, Casey. I'm no fan of law enforcement, as I've said before, but when we promote these false narratives of crime-infested streets and the need for vigilante justice, we open ourselves up to even more danger. It's unfortunate what happened to my friend, but the only vigilante justice we should be promoting is community outreach and bettering our neighborhoods through mutual aid and other resources.
0: We're really going to have to limit whether you can be a bummer in rip-off report cards or book reports, not both.
1: Anyway, blah blah blah. Lex fights crime as Lady X. She gets framed for murder. Has heavily dissolve influenced love affair with a cop. And her roommate survives the carjacking to have a super cool, super temporary eye patch. And that is model by day. Roll the trailer. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be blowing up this much. Jesus Christ. Hello? No, you're kidding me. This is terrible. Someone has to do something. What now? That was social media calling me. Apparently, our local movie theater has been sold and is being turned into luxury apartment. Guys, I'm sorry. This is this is too much. I have to go.
0: But we're in the middle of recording.
1: Just loop my laughs from other episodes, damn it.
0: Gentlemen, the deal has gone through. Pretty soon this local movie theater will be no more, and our apartment Googleplex will tower above the North Hollywood skyline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not on my watch.
0: What? What in the Catwoman ripoff are you?
1: They call me Lady X.
0: Why?
1: Because, boys, I'm an editor by day. And you know what the X button does on the keyboard?
0: <laughs> Literally no idea.
1: It cuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you didn't even cut me. You kicked me. Maybe. But I'm here to cut you out of the picture. Yeah! <laughs> no! Well, now I've tasted vengeance, and let me tell you, it's a dish best eaten, not served.
0: I don't know what that means. What are you going to do to us?
1: Oh, me? I'm gonna devolve this book report into an opening skit with a bunch of punching and gunfire sounds. Just a typical day at the office. <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs> oh, good. Back to our one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't your cops do something about making the park safe? In this town,
3: there are places that you just don't go. The mysterious figure disappeared without a trace before the police had any chance to apprehend her. Unfortunately, you can't make out much more than that X. You know Lady X? Or Lady X? Lady X. Lady X?
2: Just a typical X.
1: Did I miss anything, guys?
2: No, I mean that was a pretty boring book report.
1: Sorry, maybe I'll be more on it next time.
2: Oh
0: my god, it was really cool. Lady X was just here. You just missed her. She oh. left a metal X behind.
1: That doesn't sound like the Lady X I know. Um, I mean, I don't know her. Um, why would you know her? Uh, I, why would I know her? That's crazy. You're an
2: editor by day
1: and by night sometimes. And you know what? Honestly, and also by night. I'm <laughs> kind of that all the time. Anyway, before we delve into deep, let's do the roll call. Casey Regan,
0: cheesy. Sleazy, beautiful cover girl.
1: <laughs> Josh Roth.
2: A wise, balding man in a wheelchair and Fumkin Jensen kicking ass in a leather outfit with an X on it. Yeah, this is the best X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Greg Hansen. I've got to come out and say it. Despite Famke Jensen saying she'd rather wish that she just totally forget this movie, she's got it. She's a regular Charlize Bronson.
1: <laughs> Would you say she's got the X factor? She's got it all. And I'm Jamie Kennedy saying, Lady X, more like Lady X men. This is basically the same joke Josh had, but I wrote the book report Who cares?
2: Great minds, Jamie. Great minds.
0: <laughs> so the uh, original movie that we were going to watch- Blood debts, which I vetoed only because the movie is literally just Richard Harrison showing up and shooting people. There is no more plot than that. So you wanted to dive into like a really rich story. Especially coming after Hollowgate, and you were like, we can't just go through the plot of Hollowgate, there's not enough plot. I was like, this movie might be the single least amount of plot I've ever seen in a movie. It's the setup of Death Wish in the first four minutes of the movie, and the entire rest of the movie is... Richard Harrison showing up saying like surprise and then shooting somebody <laughs> It is was like 150 non sequiturs of that
1: wow extra credit for watching it you should watch it's, it oh was my a- god
0: wait you were talking about blood debts just then <laughs> <laughs> well and so it's funny that I ended up picking this movie I,
2: I'm assuming this movie had about 80 to 100% more dissolves though this
0: movie's optical budget must have been crazy <laughs> cross dissolves now are easy easy cross dissolves in the in the 90s was a to-do yeah
2: 94 it's pretty early to be burning your video toaster left and right (laughs) for a tv movie it's very brisk though
0: for a tv movie there's a whole lot of bush what (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: so this this goes back to k9000 what network network? (laughs) what yeah
0: i don't know I mean, Wait, there this- was full frontal in K9000? What uh- was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the f- well, the dog was naked.
0: <laughs> Ooh, the dog was naked the whole movie.
1: It's <laughs> on <laughs> <Saw> that lipstick. <laughs> oh, the prison? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: also, I'm, I'm 100% sure that prison lipstick is a filthy <laughs> term that I don't want to think about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg, you won't love what I call the villain at the
2: end of the movie in my notes then.
1: <laughs> Which is the villain? <laughs> villain? I mean, yeah,
2: what? The justice system. system. The, yeah. <laughs> the whole damn system's out of order.
1: I loved this movie so much.
2: This was on fire from minute one.
1: It had everything Fakeouts dissolves. Vamka Jensen, vigilante action, unnecessarily long fashion montage sequences. <laughs> a credits that before they credited most of the below the line roles, they credited all of the fashion designers who designed the costumes in the movie. <laughs> did
2: they really? Yes, I missed that! They fucking did. fucking well
0: deserved. That's awesome. Let's appreciate what contributions made this movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it also opens with. Do you guys remember the bod body wash?
3: (laughs) Yes.
0: No, what? I want your bod. Bod Bod, Bod Fragrance. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Following those Herbal Essences commercials, there was bod. And I feel like the opening for this was basically a bod commercial. Why were we so horny about shower goos? (laughs) (laughs) Why did every shower goo have to come with an orgasm?
2: Because we're a capitalist society who is incredibly prude.
0: Okay, I guess. Well, this was also like the era of the erotic thriller, right?
1: There's a Basic Instinct.
2: Oh gosh yeah.
0: the Basic Instinct bit was so good. That was, it was, that so was beautiful. So great. beautiful. In the comment section on YouTube, it's the first comment that they're like really? at oh. 43 minutes. The Basic Instinct bit is so good, and I even knew it was coming. And when it came, I didn't expect it, and I was so so when it wildly. Came, you didn't and, expect yes, it. Yes. No. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine all of the poor Fomka Jensen simps out there excitedly clicking <laughs> that 43 minute mark? Going, she does the basic instinct scene.
1: <laughs> and then for her to say immediately, I'm wearing panties, you know.
0: <laughs> Over under on, do you think those were Fomka's boobies? In the movie, or if that was a booby double, not I think oh, it's I a booby was a double. double
1: for sure. Booby double,
0: when were Lex's boobies on in display? in the changing
1: room? No, oh, was, I guess oh, it's, actually, it's technically, it's Shannon's. I guess it is oh.
0: Shannon's. It's yes. Shannon's. Yes. Yes. Fair, yeah. Good point, right? Oh, in the fake yeah, out. I thought it was surprising. Now, that's a better question, actually, because Shannon Tweed made a living showing them boobies off, but it's still. Played like stunt boobies. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, because the Why way all of the, the, of the they, I want to meet movie. the editor of this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean a hero. Uh-huh. A hop on my back movie. I'll carry. <laughs> I can't act and write the movie, but I can carry you. Carry you. <laughs> the plot, Mister. I Frodo. can't carry
2: the premise, Mister. Frodo, <laughs> but I can carry you. He edited Scream. Hell yeah. Scream.
0: And yet, Scream did not have nearly as many cross dissolves to no. its detriment. Oh my god he edited doctor who the
2: movie we need to find this
0: man
1: yeah yeah. talk to us
0: i really liked this i really <laughs> had a ball with this famka jensen is so magnetically gorgeous to look at yes i've talked to very good looking people sometimes it is five six sentences in before you're like they're not saying anything, they're not saying anything. <laughs> and i'm enjoying this conversation so much that's this movie this movie is the equivalent of like nodding along to someone you know is out of your league at a bar and just going like, yes, yes, thank you for your time.
2: Fomkin <laughs> Jimson really does have that X factor that, yeah. that Jay uh, was talking about.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The lady X factor,
2: where she is just so magnetic and she could deliver some of the most ridiculous lines in this movie and make them sound good. <laughs> good!
0: Good. <laughs> good with a question mark, but good. As good as maybe it could be because, y'all, there are zero ideas in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are. Are you kidding
1: me? Okay, I'm going to give credit to one thing, and it spoils the end of the movie the reveal of who Lady yes. X is. Because because I know, no, 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 no I know. No, 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 It's seriously. hella obvious. Oh, okay. No, but like halfway through, I did have multiple thoughts where I'm like, okay, so there's a fake Lady X. Who could it be? Because by B-movie standards, it can only be one of the other three women we've been introduced to in this movie. I'm like, I don't think it's Jay, but like that's kind of set up as it could be Jay. It's probably gonna be Shannon, the character we met in one scene and is a huge martial artist and clearly has it out for people. I'm like, it's probably going to be her. But there is one line earlier on where they're like, What do you say to the reports that it was a man in a dress? I
3: there was
0: there was a moment where I thought it was Johnny where I was like Especially because of movies at that time, their implicit distrust of cross dressing and like you know, that like that I was like, There is a part of me that feels like the reveal is gonna be Gene Simmons in a wig.
1: I thought it was Chekhov's. What do you say about that it was a guy wearing a dress? And like I bought into that for so long like this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And then she pulls off the thing. I'm like, "Oh no, it was Shannon." All right. So I was right, I was right the first time, never mind.
0: I mean, it it it'd be a hell of a misdirect yeah. for it not to have been Shannon. <laughs> One it's Shannon Tweed as Shannon Tweed. <laughs> <laughs> Two, we meet that character because Fomka Jensen just goes and looks at her, at which point she walks over to the camera and goes, I'm the villain. And then <laughs> <it> leaves Frank. <laughs> so if it wasn't her, that would have been cool. That would have been super and cool. And she
2: is only in that scene. And she has the
1: worst feminism line oh ever uttered on, on Oh, film, oh sure, my God. <laughs> Uh, kick him hard. Uh, uh, kick him in the groin. Uh, uh, good class. Yeah. Remember, don't let him hurt you. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault.
0: fault. That is insane. I like, right? I wonder what? who the antagonist of the movie is. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your villain. Like, yeah. Can
1: you imagine being in a martial arts class and the teacher tells you that you'd be like, um. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> I mean, can you imagine paying like fifty dollars for a class, and it's just like them going,
1: "Yeah, Like
3: it's, it's, it's like the
0: lesson. Seems to begin and end with kick him in the groin, which I'm sure is great.
1: (laughs) Miss Congeniality taught us that. right? I just feel like you
0: don't need to go to an adult annex to learn that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know I'd be disappointed if I went there to try and fend off a mugger or something. And they were like, kick him in the groin. Any questions? Soft or hard? Hard. Okay, great. (laughs) That's it. Class over. Any old way, too. Not here's how to kick. Just kick them.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the groin. Flail. Flail like your life depends on it. Because it does, honestly. What I'm saying is it does. (laughs) And if you're not flailing hard enough, it's your, it's your fault.
0: <laughs> Don't forget, y'all. Ooh, sorry. I meant to say, if he hurts you, it's my fault. That's I'm sorry. I haven't taught you anything. Good luck up there. Good luck out there, ladies.
2: That's my bad, as was the other one that is the possible bad of you getting killed. Okay, that's my bad. Yeah. I do want to talk about how much I love this goddamn movie, but I also want to talk about the incredible studio bumper that opens the movie that's F- maybe F- my Jumps? new favorite one
0: <laughs> uh Atl- what was it atlantis some- oh, yeah. atlantis well, pictures yeah a- a- alliance atlantic that's a canadian company and if you didn't know it the first line of the movie is somebody picking up a phone and going, sorry, immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't even take minute one to figure wait, out. Wait, what? This wasn't shot th- in
2: Manhattan? What? What?
1: Was it Manhattan? I thought it was Los yeah,
2: Angeles. No, it's New York. No. It's New York Post.
0: No, does? wait, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the most unbelievable shit in this movie is A. That this movie is supposed to take place in in New York. B, that a model would be getting the New York Post (laughs) delivered. No way. You gotta see if you're on page six.
1: (laughs) I mean, the way they treat crime in New York City, it's like they treat it like
0: Gotham. Which is funny because Gotham is supposedly like Chicago? I think. I guess. I also don't understand why you would set it in New York when Toronto looks so much more like L.A. Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. And she's a model. Like, L.A., yeah, it makes like, perfect it doesn't sense. like, it does not make sense. For, For me, the- Lady X was... Daredevil more than Batman.
2: Interesting. Okay. okay yeah, I see. I that. mean,
0: literally, like Daredevil's thing is lawyer by day, vigilante by night.
1: She has a day job, is what you're saying, whereas Bruce Wayne couldn't have her.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bruce Wayne. He wouldn't
2: last a day in an office,
0: <laughs> right? That's what's great about Daredevil. Is yeah, he puts in the hours and then puts in the work. You know, you stay hungry and devour, and then take what's ours. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> 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 and also, it has a mentor who has a disability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That mentor gives her a collapsible stick.
1: (laughs) Ooh! Okay, okay. The
0: very storyline is Frank Miller Daredevil, the Born Again series, which... Featured Daredevil being like taken down by Kingpin hiring someone to dress as Daredevil <laughs> and kill people.
1: So when you say this movie had no ideas, you literally mean it. Like <laughs> this
0: wasn't a movie in a lot of sense. Like this was. I mean, it
1: wasn't. It was a TV pilot with for for, for Cinemax. But yeah, continue. True. It was
0: Cinemax. Oh, that wow. makes sense. Yeah, at some point I was like, this movie has the look of if USA Network just <laughs> puked all over Cinemax. Is what, what I thought, and uh, yeah, wow. I hate when you're right. (laughs) It just sort of has the premise of, yeah, model by day, vigilante at night. But it doesn't craft a story around that. It (laughs) seems to go out of its way to not tell a story.
2: But it does deliver on the premise, which is why it's it's so so fucking good. Like so many movies we've watched have a very strong premise and just don't get anywhere near delivering it. They're miles and miles away from delivery. Sure. They're Castaway FedEx package The FedEx package That ended up On an island With Tom Hanks Screaming at a volleyball This movie Actually got delivered On Christmas Day And then you open it And it's a great big present And it's beautiful We
1: see her be a model by day We see her be a vigilante By night I will pronounce vigilante Twelve different ways Over the course Of this podcast
0: Some of the scenes Are just so overshot Compared to what It's delivering Story wise Do you? (laughs) that this movie really only makes sense if everyone just shot it so that they could be around Fomka Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lex goes and picks up the New York Post from her stoop scene, had about seven setups in it. That is a crew that wanted to spend all day with Fomka Jansen.
2: They brought in a camel, an honest-to-God camel, just to look at Bob Jensen sitting on it. You know they lost a whole day of shooting just to everyone enraptured in that image.
0: Even the camel. The camel would have been like, wow, this is a big deal for me. (laughs) I'll
2: do it for free.
0: Man, the opening shots
2: really do set you up for everything.
0: Their TV intro makes me regret it didn't become a show. Right? Yes. Inverting the black and white, white and black. The long tracking shot of her high heels against tile floor. You know, you can see the executive producer Dick Wolf or whatever. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You see what's supposed to read there. Spins around for the title card, Model by Day. With anamorph-ass glowing red eyes, yes, yes. <laughs> which is even weirder because it took me about half the movie to realize Fomka Jensen's wearing blue eye contacts the whole movie. Wait, she is? Yeah, absolutely.
1: But why?
0: It didn't hit me huh. until the Basic Instinct parody scene that I was like... That it almost like I I didn't have enough time to rewind because I didn't plan my day at all. But like (laughs) (laughs) when we got to that scene, I really. Leave
1: it! Leave it! (laughs) Leave (laughs) it! Go on! we, we We gotta go back! We gotta go back! It's a good stick no. There's exposition. There's
0: exposition in the first 20 minutes that I missed. No, keep going. Leave us. It's already gone, man. It's a podcast, man. It's a podcast. This movie is a bug hunt, man. Would you like to learn more? <laughs> Uh, 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 look, I, lo- I love my famke. She's a pretty lady. At a very important time in my life, I saw her play a character who tries to fuck James Bond to death. Yep. That was very oh. formative for me. Then she's Jean Grey, the most hilariously named X-Men. Because it's just her name. I always, <laughs> Very funny. The blue eyes aren't important to the story. Once again, there is none. <laughs> so they fitted... Famke Jensen with blue eyes. Again, I can only imagine because that's at least another couple hours you get to sit in the makeup (laughs) chair with her. And be like i don't know if i'm kill what do you think all the stuff with the makeup artist oh my that's god just bts footage yeah. oh my god <laughs> the
1: makeup artist so that has good. the magic power to arrive at the exact same time and place that he needs to be the other superpower he has is to be one of the biggest sexual harassers in the movie but apparently she's fine with it like, she's like no we're cool he's like
0: <laughs> the makeup guy that's as close to a friend as we see. I know we keep hearing that her roommate, Jay, is the most (laughs) important person in her life. Spends no goddamn time with this person whatsoever. Makeup guy is like a confidant, a friend, the rest of the Golden Girls theme. Yeah,
2: I assumed that they were like BFFs. So
1: he can get away with it. Alright, alright. I
0: think he's gay also, and I think that she is dishing to him and he's like spill it, girl. But the
1: way he reacts to her saying whipped cream is, uh, maybe he's bisexual then.
0: I think he's living I think he's living vicariously okay, through her. Okay. I think the idea is he's imagining being her not being with
1: oh, okay. Okay, her. Oh, okay. That was okay. a
0: ha-ha your gaze is being confronted uh, whoops-a-daisy because yeah, it opens with fomka Jensen's lips saying thick whipped cream in a close-up. <laughs> she doesn't
1: need to do elocution exercises she's a model.
0: <laughs> and makeup guy's all like a boy yo but then, yeah, the reveal is they're talking about ice cream. So, ha-ha, your horniness was the problem, viewer. <laughs> gotcha.
1: He poured on huge gobs of it. And then... A cherry. Oh, stop
3: it.
0: One more word and I quit. A cherry. Finally, we the whole an entire gallon of rocky road but then there's a guy later in Mercedes's office another like heavy set guy sitting at a computer that she like goes up to and like Tickles his chin and, his, and oh. gives him the oh gives yeah, him yeah, the yeah. Cuban cigar case full of condoms. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what the hell that that to me was like, are they fucking? What's happening here? <laughs> we have not broached minute two yet. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> broached minute one. How? <laughs> how how do we do this, Fomka Jensen? It's simple enough. It's Death Wish, except she's a superhero and she does kickies. Yeah, right. And at some point, she teams up with uh, Rufio. And they have to take down the Russian mob.
2: Her friend Jay slash roommate, who she never sees, is gets carjacked in Lex's car, uh, and this leads to a series of events. Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. I, I take umbrage with one part of this; it leads to nothing. <laughs> it happens before other things. It's it's so
1: beautiful. Jay gets carjacked and like she has to go to the hospital, but when Famco flies across the world because she was on a photo shoot to be with her, there is not a scratch on her except for she has an eye patch and it's like, what did they do? <laughs> it Seemed like they were
0: trying to get her out of the car and it was like, Oops, ah shit, I got her in the, I poked, poked her, in the eye. Poked her in
1: the eye. And, and, and like Real she's bad. like, I might lose the eye. But she doesn't eventually lose the eye. Like, it's...
0: (laughs) No, because they can give her a procedure. Also, I love that she wasn't in a hospital room.
2: She was in the white void from 2001.
0: (laughs) Right, if you just go by what is shown on screen. It looks like as they're taking her out of the car, she's swallowed by a nearby supernova. <laughs> Listen,
1: sometimes you use dissolves, and sometimes you use Fade to White, you know?
0: And sometimes Dissolve use you. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing it happens this early in a movie. But this is where it is super clear that this movie didn't think of anything. <laughs> Josh, you're right. It nails premises. It knew that the hero needed someone close to them to get hurt in some sort of way, be taken out to inspire the vigilante action, right? They knew it needed to be someone close. Well, who's closer than a roommate? They just live close to each other. Yeah, but what's their relationship? Not important. Not important (laughs) whatsoever. Friend. They're
2: friend. Shouldn't we
0: show them being friends? But No, they're friends. Well, but
1: there is. They do do the little, like, she's like, I have to cancel our birthday dinner no, not first date dinner, birthday dinner.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. Right, do. exactly. They do that little... Uh... That
1: little like, oh. Mm.
0: Thank you, Jamie. This movie never gives you information. It implies yeah. of only what it isn't. <laughs> yes. It only through innuendo and implication tells you what is not going on. Yes. You say that this movie has no ideas, but it is interesting because it is based on A graphic novel. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. If you look at Model By Day book, it sure looks like Buxom Daredevil published by Rip Off Press. Yeah.
2: That's the name of the publishing company. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. Okay, I see. Holy
1: shit.
3: This is so many
0: things downstream. The teabag has been oversteeped by the time we get to filming this thing.
1: The costume is so accurate to this graphic novel. Like the two fans who have read this book must have been thrilled that they paid such close attention to detail.
2: I'm sure the Ain't It Cool news forums were exploding.
0: The most characterization put into any characters watching jay run while listening to like a jerky boys call that
3: was <laughs> amazing
1: i thought randy said he was going to
2: mate the dog too with it, like a german Shepherd. no one called me <laughs> oh boy i want to talk to her now want to talk to the dog
1: what no i want sorry
0: the keys Now oh. she gets carjacked by a group of Carjackers. They are (laughs) a trio of gentlemen carjackers. (laughs) Or I guess not. They're they're not. They're scoundrels.
3: Look, it's not my car, okay? Honey,
0: you're lucky we've been up all night. All we're interested in is this car. Because they pulled Jay out of the car and. Injury withheld. <laughs> redacted. <laughs> they they pull Jay out of the car and redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs>
2: yada, 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 patch.
0: The first scene of her modeling is on a beat somewhere with like a hundred models. And crew. Which I'm pretty sure is not how they shoot these things. No. We've got one camel. We we'll hire all the models to line up like they've got a shoe for Cinderella or something. <laughs> Like we'll just see which one matches with the camel best. Let's pay everyone their day rate. Day rate. <laughs> and make sure that they're sitting around. This is for how most she got paid this.
1: more than her father's entire life savings. <laughs> because, like, she shows up for 30 minutes of work and they're like, man, we really need to audition people. Did anyone
2: else think that the German tourists were going to end up being, like, diehard level terrorists?
1: I did. I did. I'm like, oh, they're, they're all, like, acting so that they can do. No.
2: Also, some of the best loop group I've ever heard yes. in my <laughs> life. Come on. I, I take pictures. Hey, Come on, back. Come on! Come
0: on! You want camera?
1: <laughs> okay, Jungen. Spielzeit vorüber.
0: It's between me and him. Oh. You want something, bitch? Oh. 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 There's a lot of information flying around this movie. What? <laughs> there... I mean we've we've gone we've, through we, yeah. some of oh, yeah. it her giving a random guy a box of condoms this german tourist who shows up for her no name is like there's like a whole bit about how much more money she made than her father yeah. oh yeah what a character beat there's so much happening that is like just kind of like sprinkled on and never paid off in any respect and there's a part of me that feels like is she an unreliable narrator like is this is, is this like a faulkner play <laughs> Ooh. it's
1: possible there's that scene where she walks into the police precinct and the world stops yeah
3: like <laughs> yes that's yeah the
0: surface reading of that is she's so drop dead gorgeous right. she lowers her sunglasses and everyone turns to look right but the way they film it yeah she sort of surveys the crowd and everyone's looking at her until she kind of gets back in motion then the world Goes back to normal. <laughs> and, the yeah. end of Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought she was going to be vigilante from minute one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. This character has existed and she has been a vigilante.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize it was an origin story. Yeah, this is Lady X Begins. <laughs> yeah, she had that sort of... Simon Says confidence like that Dennis Rodman and Simon Says she can Says. speak
1: German she can pe- speak Chinese like she's like worldly she's the only model who can sit on a camel with no problems
2: <laughs> she's the camel whisperer yeah
0: y'all are just totally glossing over Casey's Simon Says reference right now <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rodman's finest hour
2: <laughs> I, I, did, I, seen, did, I did I
0: don't know, I did, know opposite I don't know. Dane Cook what what no I've never heard thing. of this wait what yeah, what is oh, this? Simon okay. says Dennis Rodman teams up with Dane Cook. It's a buddy cop movie. What? Dennis Rodman and Dane Cook, y'all. When was this? 99. If you liked this movie... You would love Simon Says, provided you really love Dane Cook. I feel like what you need to remember is uh, Lex, played by Famke Jensen, is the best, most famous model in the world. (laughs) That's sort of the opening beat here. I guess that's the Simon Saysiness I was noticing of it. It's like, she is in the modeling game. Yeah, she can handle a camel. (laughs) Speaks multiple languages. She's the face of prison lipstick, which, as everybody knows, is the most famous, best lipstick.
1: Teens have her poster in
0: their room. She can lose a sports car and not really give a shit about it. She'll get it on the next job. She'll get one for free. (laughs) It does feel like the writer of this had absolutely no idea what modeling was. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I like that theory. As someone... Who is attempting to write a television pilot at the moment? I can tell you exactly what the writers of this project thought. <laughs> uh, they outlined a pilot, came up with all these characters. They thought, "Hey, we have to have nope. her meet all they, of the characters." They didn't because it's in it's oh, in right. the it's a source <laughs> material. Yeah. They didn't come up with shit. Okay, so even better. They had all these characters. They said, we have to have her meet all of the characters that will be in. They were saving so much story for episode two. Yes! Like, that yeah, was when were. plot was really going to kick in. The world was robbed of this series. They didn't even give Shannon Tweed a name. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was Shannon in the book, and they were like, "Well, we can't change it. The fans would riot." Yeah, the the, the model by day fans. It's crazy to me to learn that this is a graphic novel. Yeah, because it's so, so threadbare. Yeah, so so threadbare. She's named Lady X by the newspapers, yes. and then yes. like continually rejects. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's also wild about that is she's named Lady X by the newspapers yes, which is wild yes. for someone who's named Lex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <No>, sure. <laughs> and also the reason that she's named Lady X is because of the straps on her Oh, they saw on, was her, was bra. on yeah. her bra on her bra. They just
0: saw an X on her back and they're like, "Yeah, Lady X. Why the fuck not?" Not at any point was somebody like, "Oh, that's Lady Purple. Yeah. Her outfit looked like it was designed by the Grimister in and an androgynous face. Yeah. <laughs> She's watching the news or reading the newspaper or something, and they say, Another sighting of the vigilante Lady X. And she goes, That Lady X again. I took the X off the costume. Yeah. It's like, Took it, the co- took it off the <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. costume. You're yeah. removing ideas now. <laughs> like lady, lady X is a placeholder name.
3: <laughs> you're sprinting
0: from that characterization.
3: <laughs> That's too much
0: It's like Spider-Man showing up to save you All the webbing has been removed like all, all
2: It's just a red jumpsuit was yeah, yeah. oh, Red and Blue band.
0: <laughs> One of the first really cool bands That my band The Bad Doctors played with Was a great punk band from New Orleans Called The Trampoline Team And on their first EP They had a song called When Your Mom Comes Home The lyrics were like when your mom comes home, I'm going to something else. <laughs> and I remember being like, this rules because it feels like you wrote a placeholder and then never changed it. And I remember asking the singer, and they were like, oh yeah. And I was like, yes! That's so good, because you can see the notebook, right? Like, I yeah. can picture it. Yeah. Hey, what are you saying? Are you saying something else? It's like, yeah, I just don't have something. I was like, no, it fucking rips, dude. Yeah,
1: <laughs> We haven't gotten to talk... Uh, in this about sprawling novel, <laughs> <about> <laughs> any of it. but in the sprawling ensemble of this movie, we haven't talked about Master Chang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oof. 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 Are yeah, you talking yeah, about yeah. Mr. Glass? Yes. <laughs> a human minefield.
2: A one hundred percent not Asian man in a wheelchair who is Master Chang,
1: who she hired years ago because. I mean, I guess because crime in the city is so bad, she needed to learn martial arts. I guess. As her agent said, or as she said, someone said how you have to have your limo drop you off at your house, have the limo driver walk you to the doorman, have the doorman walk you up to the (laughs) elevator, have someone meet you at your door. And that's the only way you're not going to get attacked in this city.
3: Vengeance is like a trick box. Once you open it, all hell can break loose. And remember, it's the wise frog that leaps from the lily pad and finds more than pond under its butt.
1: What is that supposed to mean?
3: Means you owe me two
0: hundred bucks. Class is over. You smell like a shark. Get out of here. Master Chang is such a weird little character. He's definitely a
2: character that they anticipated would just keep coming back because he's in a grand total of
0: two scenes.
1: No, oh, yeah, he was meant for the series. He was meant for the series. <laughs> yeah,
0: like I assumed she was already vigilante. Came as such a surprise that she had been refusing the call this whole time. She refuses the hell out of the call. She has the call on red. The hero's journey is saved as scam likely in her phone. She refuses this call for a while. She goes home. She hits the button on her answering machine. It's like, you have... Forty nine new messages. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, this is a call again. I'm um, really hoping to catch you at home.
1: We've been trying to reach you about your car's warranty.
0: <laughs> but the actor who played Master Chang, I I liked him. I mean, I don't know why he was Master Chang. <laughs>
2: I would have been completely fine with that character if it just wasn't called Master Jay.
0: The, it's Gus, the newspaper editor from The Wire. Yeah. That's the only thing I've ever oh, is seen that him in. I, I love that it was him. He's still so smooth. Uh, some of his moves in that wheelchair are so the the when they finish one lesson, the wheelchair fade away. Kung Fu bow yes. is a, like, all-time baller move. <laughs> Dude, yeah. You know, the the Kung Fu in this movie wasn't half bad, I gotta say. No, Fomka can kick. Well, we're not sure if it's Fomka, but... <laughs> I mean, Fomka even can the... make
1: it look like she's kicking.
0: <laughs> I had the feeling, like, the filmmakers grumbled. Whenever they noticed on the call sheet, they had to film faces. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was definitely the least favorite days.
2: What do we got on the call sheet today?
0: Uh, we got bush. We got breasts. Oh, <laughs> Today's a face day. Oh, my God. There are some shots. I don't know where Mark 1 was, but Mark 2 was inside our lead actress. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting was definitely a double. But I don't know, even the scene where we meet Master Chang opens with Fomka Jensen just kicking at the camera for like 45
2: seconds. <laughs> the camera, it's wonderful. It's it, The camera work in this movie is incredible. The camera work, the editing, the lighting, all of it. It's just bananas
1: so in this martial arts studio also is where shannon is teaching her bully buster classes and it's the most superfluous scene in the world besides <laughs> setting up that she's going to be the villain where it's like oh my god hi lex good to see you okay bye it's your friend's <laughs> fault
0: she got assaulted see you later does she ever show up after this no, moment
1: not until she comes back late no that's
0: incredible isn't she also like second build
1: <laughs> <Is> she really <laughs> she's
0: higher build Then Sean Young, who plays Mercedes, who has like three and a half scenes. <laughs> yeah. Mercedes is not an insignificant character in this film. She gets with special appearance by. Sean Young
2: does? That's bananas. Shannon Tweed is
0: straight up credit. Wow. No.
2: That's no.
0: They both got as's, and Sh- Shannon Tweed's as Shannon was funny to read. <laughs> Here's
1: the inspiration to become Lady X because she has to shoot this fashion show, which has the novel concept of all the models will be wearing masks even the famous ones
0: this is this is what i'm saying like the writer have had no idea what the, also no idea the, the first shoot that we see them on
1: they watched the the music video for Vogue and then like that was the opening of the movie. So now yeah. this shoot by the way they're shooting a documentary behind the scenes that involves walking on the models having showers. Yeah. What
2: the fuck was that all about?
0: That <laughs> oh, was crazy. Yeah. I totally forgot about the see I felt complicit in something awful suddenly. <laughs> <something. Yeah.
2: laughs> it, it turns into a brief like found footage of a weird MTV X-rated yeah. documentary of, it, like... It's
0: like nude cribs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the models, even the famous ones, will be wearing masks. And that is to underscore the dynamics Mother Chanel designs. No, your at the end, all the girls will take off the masks. But only then will the audience get to see who they are. <laughs> the runway... Is boxing, yeah, a boxing, I, a boxing ring? It's a boxing ring! This is a hundred percent somebody who's never been to a runway show <laughs> ever. It's
2: not even a runway, it is a square that they then have to walk around
0: It did have the added weighted effect of reminding our lead of the concept of mass.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is
0: how deep the character building of Lady X. Is. She is reminded of anonymity.
2: <laughs> and the concept
0: of her
2: roommate that she forgot about because she thinks that she sees Jay oh. in the barrage of photographers.
1: Because that's her career that had just started going and now it's going to be ruined because, because she's, she's missing an, an eye.
0: <laughs> AI! Her <depth> AI. perception, <laughs> no! I am obsessed with the decision to show that Lex is like, the best model the camera work is kind of clunky and weird blocking is like stilted and then when (laughs) lex shows up everything is like smooth and graceful and like beautiful like especially in this in the runway scene where they're talking about only you know whatever Sergi would dare put (laughs) masks on the most beautiful faces <laughs> in the world. It's like, if a camera person is circling them over and over again, that is the lead. That's her. That's, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's yep. the same structure, the camel scene, the runway boxing scene with the addition of the, her little J hallucination, and the Super necessary comedic relief, bad photographer scene. (laughs) (laughs) The the laugh we all needed at that heavy point in the story. But it's the same structure, right? Other people modeling, but it's not Famke Jensen, so don't, you know, mid shots mostly.
3: And then the scene sort
0: of culminates in when Lex comes out and models and really shows her stuff. Though I will say, when she's out on the canvas in the boxing ring and she thinks she sees Jay... And she sort of stumbles over and she lifts her mask and she realizes it's not Jay and she's hallucinating and she sort of looks around confused for a second. You know what that is? That's bad modeling. (laughs) Quite, quite bad. Like if you walked out to the end of the catwalk, leaned down, took some of your outfit off, then like, sort of looked around like, where, where where, do I go now? You don't model anymore.
1: Only Sergei would be bold enough to send a model out who has a mini stroke at the end of the runway.
0: Sergei can smell talent just like that model can smell toast. <laughs>
2: in this city, there are places that
3: you just don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Could it been me in New York, I know i be in the hospital now. No, okay, vengeance, 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 like a tripod. Vengeance, just a system. What if my mind doesn't get better?
2: Jane? But Lex runs out of the ring before the unmasking and goes to interrupt some carjackers in her skimpy superhero <laughs> outfit. <laughs>
0: Uh -uh, uh -uh. Did I miss something? Uh -uh. No, no, no. Well, not you didn't miss something. You you said she leaves to go fight some carjackers. No, that's actually not true. She leaves to go fight the (laughs) carjacker. Well, also, before that, we have the super deep scene of her her reflection in a broken mirror to show to show two halves. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. And then then she sees the purple outfit sitting, literally just sitting there. there. Steals the outfit. Doesn't make it. Doesn't, like, (laughs) it's just like, oh, there it is. I'm gonna now, that's mine now. Also, What fucking costume designer is missing their outfit?
1: Uh, You could probably winnow down who Lady X is based on that. (laughs)
3: Oh,
0: my God. Somebody's sitting at home like,
2: wait a minute. I recognize that
0: purple spandex. (laughs) Motherfucker, they owe me (laughs) $1,400. Hey,
3: Tony, come
0: over here. Look on TV. Doesn't that look like the exact outfit I designed and manufactured? You know, the one that looks like a Rule 34 Robocop. Remember that one?
1: You can tell because of the X on the back. <laughs> the,
0: the one that looks like the, the costume from the movie Frankenhooker. <laughs> I understand that this is sort of how superheroes work, right? It's like Superman puts glasses on, Clark Kent takes them off. Superman, right? What? No. But... Famke Jensen in this movie is playing Famke Jensen, right? Like she's playing the most beautiful model actress in the world. She's, you know. Now I looked at, Lady X, and I saw Fam Jensen in a, in a hat.
1: <laughs> well, Casey, it's funny you say that, though, because no one is fooled, but like, Et- Lieutenant yeah. Eddie is at the scene, and he sees her running away, and he goes, Lex? And then she goes to see Master Chang, and she's he's like, Lex? She's like, oh, good, you can still recognize me in this outfit. It's like, apparently <laughs> everyone can.
0: Now, why is that a good thing? It does bear saying that betwixt her friend Jay being terrorized and her car being stolen. She does arrive at the New York Police Department, record scratch, and she is like, what are you going to do about all of this here crime that's happening (laughs) in this big old city of ours? They're basically giving her the, there's not enough time of the day to get all of it, so I'm not going to do anything, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I appreciate the thoughtful commentary that Model by Day put into unpacking our criminal justice system (laughs) for me the problem with being so vague about what happened to jay is i don't care what happened to jay and so i don't share with lex this deep sense of jay's need to be avenged right homegirl scratched her cornea, and that (laughs) sucks. She got some dust in there. It wasn't uh,
1: even Jay's car. It was Lex's car, and she doesn't care about the car.
0: Right, so when Lex steps into the police station, receives the boners of the entire populace of (laughs) New York, Angeles, British Columbia, (laughs) and then approaches our soon-to-be love interest, who is, you know, harried cop, A lieutenant get get getting new cases, getting new crimes, barely paying attention to her. She's like, Why aren't you taking my friend seriously? It didn't have, I think, the intended effect. (laughs) He's got an armful of murders and robberies. Your friend like looked at an eclipse for too long. (laughs) There are aspects of Lady X who was a little can I see your manager? (laughs)
3: Lady, make an appointment. What the hell are you doing? I'm making an appointment. Now, you do solve crimes around here.
2: Crimes? You want crimes? You see this pile of paperwork? These are the crimes that have been
3: committed since I got back from lunch. Well, then maybe you should skip lunch, Lieutenant. Jay Davis is my best friend. Now, can't you cops do something about making the park safe? In this town, there are places that you just don't go. And I guess there's not a damn thing you can do about it.
1: What are you going to do about the crime in this city? My friend is alive.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that this movie has so much gratuitous nudity because otherwise it wouldn't be rated R. This movie is is extremely PG-13 yeah. In, yeah. in almost every respect, which does obviously make it feel like that nudity was probably shot after the fact, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it does have this, like, Boz Lerman's taxi driver type <laughs> feel to it. What this movie has is energy up the wazoo, oh, and it's like, yeah. that carries it a lot. And, he, and everyone seems like they're really enjoying it. You really can build skyscrapers on quicksand. Like, you really can <laughs> develop swampland, you know? Like, is it safe? Does it make for a long standing structure? No, but like, you can get an apartment building up on marshland. It can't happen. <laughs> Good evening, no, 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 no. Relax. Relax. I'm not going to hurt you. All that water in your car. <laughs> Easy. Calm down. for that. What the hell are you supposed to be? I'm your drinker. Lex
2: now begins her crime fighting vigilanteism adventure. And there's some great kick wheels and cartwheels and quips and...
0: Can I make a little grievance here? Ooh. In this yes. first okay. fight, which is great, to be honest, the gentlemen carjackers who are like, <laughs> oh, no, we don't want to hurt you. We're just going to, we just want your car, to, yeah, you know. And yeah. towards the end, after she's kicked most of the ass on screen, the main guy throws dirt in her face while she is wearing what could only be described as the largest sunglasses. <laughs> Yeah, and she goes "Ah." I don't remember that she goes like "Ah," and then he gets away and I was like wait why? that's why you're wearing sunglasses
1: sometimes you forget that you're wearing sunglasses and it's just like body reflexes basically to it then you're like wait oh no I'm fine is that what happens Jamie
0: Uh the carjacker guy who throws dirt in her eyes gets away right And then it's just gone. But she knows because she can fucking book it in heels like a true pro.
2: (laughs) He runs into the wilderness adventure, which no idea what that is, but it does have a conveyor belt inside of it. Check. Which I thought was insane and hilarious. She catches him there, but he then runs out the door right into Lieutenant Walker and a bunch of television reporters.
1: You can't get cops to a crime scene in this <laughs> in this city, but the, the press will be there.
2: And then she runs away and is caught on camera Bigfoot style, like yeah. almost oh. Oh, exactly it's so like Bigfoot. Bigfoot. It's incredible. Great,
0: my favorite part of the news footage is she clambers up the hill, and that's most of the footage. But then to really make sure you, the audience, get the X thing
3: yes. <laughs> that she's yes. being
0: named X because of the, st- like the straps on her back. Like she has to stop at the top <laughs> of the hill and like put her hands on her hips and be like, where was I like- going <laughs> like, has to like look around and be like, where did I park? What? The- oh, right. This is oh, so right. Goofy lot.
2: And- <laughs> And the news starts calling her Lady X. The mysterious figure disappeared without a trace before the police
3: had any chance to apprehend her.
2: But I got that right.
3: has received this exclusive
2: home video footage. Unfortunately, you can't make out much more than that X.
1: Lieutenant, do you have any clues as to the vigilante's identity?
2: I, I think.
3: Well, well, Lieutenant Walker. Deserves-
1: what about the reports that the masked figure was actually a man dressed like a woman?
2: Look, all I can say is this. I was in the park at the time, and, and I am reasonably certain that it was a woman. All right? Thank you. Reasonably
1: certain? <gasps> Should I have called first? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
3: Hi, sweetie. Hi. Oof. Oh. What's with you? I'm
0: the one that just got out of the hospital, remember? So Jay gets
2: home with just an eye patch, barely a scratch. It's
0: fine. It's fine. Just comes home. She's avenged her friend and now her friend is just home. It, yeah, at this point the vengeance piece is done. Yeah. She's accomplished her goal. She's also dressed like she's in a hype Williams music video. <laughs> she's wearing like a like a fireman's jacket and a leather vest with, like, a white pirate shirt. I was like, w- did you go to the hospital in this? You were running <laughs> when
1: you were <laughs> attacked. Lex did visit her, so maybe she brought a suitcase with the essentials. <laughs> That's
2: right. <laughs> the essentials being a fireman's jacket, leather suit, and puppy yeah. pirate shirt.
0: The look of this movie is crazy. Like really you want to talk about the look of this
2: movie the next scene when lex and jay go out with the babes to a club that has an actively on fire car in the Amazing. center of
0: the club. Yeah, the club Kenneth Anger's Neon Wet Dream. You talking about that club? <laughs> <laughs> it's Joel
2: Schumacher Batman level. Yeah. This is Streets of yes. Fire
0: core. Yeah, there should yeah, be yeah. there
2: should
1: be a shirtless uh, saxophone player at a certain point. Like <laughs> so, that's what you're kind of expecting.
0: I love how in '90s nightlife clubbing batting cages were like structural. <laughs> i go out on occasion i've encountered so few indoor chandling fences you're going to the wrong clubs casey that's true yeah you gotta go to the annie lennox annex (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can't believe you would spoil the ripoff report card like that, Greg.
0: <laughs> we meet Tommy, a sleazy, sleazy club owner of the On Fire Car Nightclub. I fucking love Kim Coates. I love him and everything. He slums it up real good. And the way he, he held his gun with his pinky out a little bit, like it's, it's like everything was, everything was fun. It was exciting to see people bring specificity. <laughs> to this movie
2: he really 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 wants to go out with Lex but Lex no, continues to no, say no. Really, no no no, 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 like, no, no I wouldn't say once oh, uh, yeah, again. Sure. <laughs> excuse me have sex with Lex say that 10 times fast sex with Lex
3: what are you doing to me Lex why are you doing this to me why are you doing this I mean I had you checked out sound like you're one of those lipstick lesbians what a
1: unique way of hitting on someone
3: thank you I'm a unique kind of guy
1: the answer is no
3: you underestimate
1: legs. <laughs> I don't
0: think that's possible. Oh, I see. You want to negotiate?
2: He gropes her leg and she does something to his hand. I'm not sure what.
0: Thought she vice gripped his ball. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah, interesting oh, yeah I kind oh, of okay. gave him, like, a, ooh, I'm going to tickle that. Crunch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was touching her leg, so she, like, you know, returned the favor.
3: No, 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 no. You can't do that. Nobody, nobody can treat me like that in my own club. Well, maybe it's about time somebody did. You know, if you were a man, I would take you out in that alley.
1: And you know, if you were a man, I'd consider going with you.
0: Get out. All right, good. Get out. Beat it. You pay your bill before you leave, all right? Free ride. It's over. 12 year old meltdowns on them he's like yeah. you're not coming to my birthday party i was gonna have sex with you and now that's over the shot's over baby yeah that door is closed
1: you could have had ten thousand dollars and this dick I, 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 I what do you want from
0: me you could have had ten thousand dollars and gonorrhea that's over <laughs> you know what and we were actually wrong this is the, the one other place where Shannon Tweed shows up for a second to just again. <laughs> You're right. I don't know how. Oh, was used... she
1: part of the club? I think
0: she's one of the babes.
1: Like that, the they went out together.
0: Yeah, as they're walking out, she gives one last look of Tommy, as if to say, "I do kill you oh later." Oh my
1: god, that makes sense. Because why would Shannon have killed Tommy? That makes okay. okay. This helps me connect that, some dots. Okay, that
0: checks out. It's like if you were watching an Agatha Christie chamber drama, and the door flew open, and it was just a giant red herring holding like a pistol. <laughs> it was like it was me all along. Like it's like yeah, we know, we know. We literally have been saying it since minute one. We get the first
2: of many dissolve-heavy montages of Lady X fighting
0: crime. It is worth noting, though, because we also we did kind of miss it because there's so much again fucking information in this movie. Plot, uh, plot, but information. <laughs> yeah, things do happen. A bunch of seconds pass, and in each of those seconds, there are more shaped sights, sounds. <laughs> So in that way, yeah, I suppose Lex is a lot con- of information. is continuously called a bitch, which is yes. a thing that she don't like very much and is a recurring theme throughout the movie in her growing displeasure with male kind. Tommy, of course, during his 12-year-old temper tantrum, calls her a bitch, theoretically sealing his fate... I did not expect Tommy in the moment when he's introduced to come back and play any sort of important role. I know. (laughs) No. No, he's oddly pivotal to the like entire he, plot.
1: Yeah, he represents what she's fighting against but not in a way that she physically needs to fight him.
2: <laughs> but does she? Because Tommy's in the club, counting his money. Oh, Buffalo <laughs> A figure we are led to think is Lady X, seduces him over and then fights him and bites his lip and puts on uh, Lipstick, which is
0: important later, and
1: goes topless and lets <laughs> yep. him do a little titty sucking, and then oh,
0: more than a little <laughs>
1: <laughs> mother's milk. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, God. Our man Tommy, for a minute, is very boob centric. <laughs> is yeah. doing some, is doing work on them. That's how I want to go out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he's tossed around like a rag doll. Lieutenant Walker brings Lex in to question her because he thinks that she killed tommy and this is the incredible basic instinct uh bit lex is sitting sitting in a chair in a dark dingy precinct just like in that other movie and everyone's staring at her and she's got her legs crossed and she says
3: i am wearing panties i'd like to make that clear up
2: front (laughs) And then proceeds to guess all of the cop's
0: various underwears. This
2: is her real superpower,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's an underwear psychic, I guess. That's what got her the Jean Grey role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
3: kind of underwear do you have on? Jockey shorts. White, of course. <sighs> Not you, though. More the black silk briefs than the guy stringy once cut in a V. <laughs> yeah, but but they're red boxes. Uh,
0: yeah, it's fun. I I liked watching it now, reminiscing a deep gloom has fallen on me
2: <laughs> because
0: it's I'll so reminiscing about this scene. I loved it because at the end of it. There are three full-time staff policemen who self-proclaimed have been receiving more crimes than they can handle just while they take their lunch break.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Three of them are interrogating a woman who is not formally booked for any crime.
1: Yeah, this is why no crimes are getting solved.
0: And so while she's in the midst of guessing all of their underpants, the fact that this the, this part of the scene ends with one of them just being like, can we get some lights on in here? And then they just like, <laughs> just open the blinds and the scene just completely changes. I was like that. <laughs>
2: It is important to note that they found prison lipstick on Tommy's lips, which is, of course, the brand that Lex models for. But Lex says that she doesn't wear it.
1: Someone smarter than me come up with a better excuse of some product that a celebrity shills being used in a murder and then going to that celebrity to be like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't like prison lipstick because I know deep within my heart, were I to ever go to prison that would be my role.
1: (laughs) Mercedes, why are we stopped right here? I have an appointment, and you're going to be late for Franco's shoot. I told you I never wanted to work with that man again. Yes, you did, but you signed a contract, and that's who they hired, so you're stuck, and you owe me the favor. What for? I just got you out of jail.
3: You did not. Well, I got you a new car. Call me.
2: Mercedes picks up Lex in a new car that Mercedes got for her to do in a car ad. And then Mercedes ditches her in the middle of a New York street, which has some incredible
0: loop group. Did anyone catch the line?
3: Come on, I'm having a birthday game.
0: Yes, I did, I did hear no, that. That was no, awesome. I, I want to say something. Sean Young is a goddamn treasure. Sean yeah. <laughs> Young is so good in this movie, is so funny, is the right character for the wild-ass tone. We as a society should not have cast out Sean Young. I don't care how crazy she acts on... You know what? It shows up on screen. (laughs) She has that real Anna Gasteyer in lady dynamite energy to her (laughs) yeah yeah wait
1: i'm sorry she was rachel in blade runner i I didn't realize this was sean i didn't realize oh wait i didn't realize that was her i didn't realize this
0: what the fuck what did sean young mean to you (laughs) nothing absolutely nothing nothing
1: to me once you said we cast her out and i was like who i I thought you were just like crediting this person by name and i'm like that's good of you
0: no yeah sean young uh all the rage then she like dressed as Catwoman and shit in a litter box and send it to Tim Burton and people were like, eh, we don't want her in movies anymore. <laughs> and that's fair. I'm sorry, what?
1: Wow, I'm not of I don't know, this, I don't know this. the whole
0: story. I know she tried to get the Catwoman role in Batman Returns and acted a real fool to try and get it. Oh, wow. But I don't remember the specifics. I feel like well, that's exactly what the movie industry needs. Is yeah. <laughs> that kind of commitment? Unstable people <laughs> willing to go for it. That's
2: well. That's why they keep making uh, those fucking Jared Leto Joker movies.
0: That's true. Uh,
1: Podcast came to a screeching halt. <laughs>
2: Everyone, hold on while the podcast resumes. Stay in your seats.
0: Oh, yeah. Does that mean that that Lex just walked into the room?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what happened.
3: Find out who killed Tommy
1: and get rid of him.
3: Her. Cops say it was a woman. Whoever, just do it. Or the next thing I chop up for parts and ship to
0: Bolivia. Will be me.
2: Johnny, Tommy's bodyguard, is brought to a chop shop.
0: Yes, at minute 53 <laughs> is yeah, when yeah. we, the audience, is introduced to... To the villain, <laughs>
2: incredible!
0: <laughs> it also
2: is is brought back around to the carjacking at the beginning. It's like this is finally
0: coming back. I know,
1: yeah. I wrote like, are these related? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, though they're not the villain. I mean, they're bad guys. They're Russian mafia, but they're sort of actually the red herring, Mister. Like. Uh, they're really, not... they're
1: just vigilantes for their own friend's justice. Their friend exactly. was killed, so Ooh, they're taking the law into their own hand to track down who killed their friend. It's a, oh, this is how, how are different? Yeah, how, how are, are they different? They
0: different? Right. The Russian mafia did nothing to Lex or Jay's eye. None, none Ooh, nothing. nothing well, no, no, the... that's not true because they're the ones sending out carjackers so they did uh, they did mess up jay's eye uh okay presumably. guys this is this is starting to bum me out because this is like <laughs> that sucks like we understand like look i i love this podcast we have fun watching these movies you understand that sucks right yeah, like that was yeah, yeah. like the can is dented and gnawed from being kicked down this road <laughs> to be like yeah yeah it's the russian mafia sends out the carjacker who carjacks the person's friend. And what do they do, kill the friend? No, not kill them, but hurt them pretty bad, probably. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> they also set it up in the most hilariously flippant way, which is when in her first meeting with Walker, he's like, oh, it was your car. It's probably halfway to Bolivia by now. Mm-hmm. And then when we're at the chop shop, they're like, yeah, we're setting these cars up to be sent to Bolivia. <laughs> is this a profitable business, call? <laughs> yeah. We're taking what is, in 1994, Four beautiful luxury sports cars were chopping them up and sending them to a third world country? That's your move, Mr big money what
1: the how f- can this be economically feasible
3: <laughs> i
0: looked this up because i was like is this a thing that happened apparently yes bolivia has a lot of contraband cars but guess what they come what? from the countries near them they come yeah. from yeah shipping Brazil them around the world is an yeah. insane concept but we're talking, they're just picking cars up off the street, right? This is this is zero overhead for them, these cars. <laughs> I mean, the shipping, I, I guess there is overhead. <laughs> <laughs> the shipping, the
2: warehouse.
1: I mean, they are paying the goons.
0: The emotional damage done to Jay's optometrist. Like that's, a, that's a client gone. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like they could have just repainted them, filed off the serial numbers, sold them. Yeah, in why America, l- there's, yeah, yeah. there's, it's, Crazy. it's a business model that makes no fucking sense. Or sold them in Canada and pretended you were selling them in America. <laughs> <laughs> that works perfectly.
1: You don't like your job much, do you?
0: Sometimes.
3: Sometimes I see the cases coming at me like a backed up sewer, so uh, I guess it looks like there's not a damn thing I can do about it.
1: I guess I hit a nerf that first day.
3: Yeah, well, it's kind of hard telling somebody like you that I got a job that sucks.
1: Somebody like me, you know? I guess I'll never get used to the fact that people can only judge me by the way
2: I look. Yeah, but you're a model. Walker questions Lex over some hot dogs, and then he tells her the club was a front for the Russian mafia. There are a truly... Insane number of dissolves in this scene.
1: They were sitting in the editing room and were like, oh man, my attention is dipping, but like, we need to show that they're falling in love because they're going to do it right after this. Just, you know, find all the reaction shots in the scene, slow it down about 80%, and then put dissolves between them. <laughs> and that'll yeah. show that they're falling in love.
0: I did find that they had actual chemistry.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: In a way that was compelling to watch like the part of that scene that is dialogue it didn't feel like these two people were falling in love simply because they were i mean they were simply the top billed man and woman in the (laughs) picture but it felt like there was an actual chemistry there so (laughs) but model by day always true to form had to keep it unspecific had to sprint away from any possible Information that may complicate the season trajectory.
2: (laughs) Uh, They go back to Lex's place and they just start making out. But while they're doing so, the Lady X impersonator strikes again, which interrupts them, clearing Lex of any wrongdoing. Conveniently,
1: It was convenient for me, who again <laughs> looked away at a certain point and was not connecting the dots of whether or not Lex killed Tommy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this
1: was helpful. This was very helpful to have an alibi.
2: So Lady X, or uh, th- sorry, the Lady X impersonator, Who uh, I called lipstick poison killer?
1: I don't think there's poison in the lipstick,
0: though. No, but
2: but it's called poison.
0: No, no, it's called prison.
1: It's called prison. prison. Yeah, I wrote poison. No,
0: who I call poison lipstick killer because. Those are the things that I know of that person. (laughs) 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 Hey, you got to
2: write something in the notes. The prison lipstick killer threw Yuri, which is the second in command of the Russian mafia, off of a building. Walker shows up. Lex sneaks in while Johnny tommy's bodyguard watches from a sniper trained on her at another building
1: credit there's some good cinematography here if only to like track where everyone is because it's <laughs> not easy to keep the geography of a scene when you're watching most of it through a sniper
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is how johnny finds out that lex is lady x i like your car what the hell do you want just to talk lady x
3: i've got a problem I was hired to kill the woman who killed Tommy. I thought it might be you.
1: So did the cops. Now they think Lady X is the killer.
3: And that's you too. Funny, huh?
1: I may be two people, but I can't be in two places at the same time.
3: I was with the cop when the second killing took place. Ah. And you followed him here to find out what you could about the real killer. Why should I believe that?
1: Why would I hang around after the killing? I
3: just got here. Yeah. That part confuses me. This place is crawling with cops. How about breakfast? You want to eat now? I've been up on that roof ever since Yuri got killed. I'm starving. Fine, you're the one with
0: the guns. My favorite character in the movie. That's honestly, of course. Oh my god, Dark Johnny Horse.
1: is... Fantastic! It's so refreshing to see a character act with logic. <laughs> he could have easily just been like Lex, you're definitely it. I have to kill you. And he's like, No, I, did. I, you know, I put the pieces together. You were doing this, like you are Lady X, but also there's another Lady X, and you're not the Lady X that killed my boss. And like, I could probably kill you, and then my I wouldn't be in danger. But like, we're gonna do the right thing. We're gonna do the right here thing here and find the real guy because this is my job. My job was to protect him, and I failed. So if I half-assed this, then I doubly didn't do my job cool let's go get some dim sum
0: johnny is the best yeah he shows up like i am the don the dragon wilson of this movie but also (laughs) (laughs) it's about time that we like vice article our way into the city's coolest most exclusive dim sum house (laughs) and like everything in this movie i was like i want to be everywhere that these people are all the time The smash cut To a giant ass blue
2: face almost sent me flying out of my
0: chair. (laughs) Because it was kind of clownish. <laughs> yeah, he's, a little bit. He is yeah. afraid of clowns. Yeah, a little bit. We cut to the climax of Hard Target, basically. Yeah. We're in a warehouse. It's like parades? Yeah, it seems like it's large-scale parade floats. It's like where they manufacture mini golf obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny
2: ditches his gun and leads them to
0: a secret dim sum restaurant in the middle of all of this. Well, what's great is he doesn't ditch his gun, Oh, I right? thought he, like, put it, he stowed it, like... Well, he, he does. He stows it for the gunfight that he knows is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. His characterization was he loved guns, and, yeah, he just plans for everything. He's the perfect hitman, right? He's got big Chow Yun fat energy. Mm. Ah, it's yeah. It's like the killer where he's just fucking stowing guns in potted plants and shit. Yeah. Has mapped out the gunfight before it's happened, basically. Yeah. Right, almost as if he's read it (laughs) (laughs) head
2: Russian mobsters come blazing in with guns and there's a shootout at the dim sum ghost kitchen which is a sentence I had a really fun time writing he (laughs) likes kung fu's an axe-wielding goon they get out Johnny takes them both to Nikolai's place
1: that's Nikolai's place he was Yuri's boss Yuri was Tommy's boss Which means if you're on the right track, Nikolai's the next victim.
2: Somebody thinks so. (laughs) Nikolai's got at least three men guarding him. And he's right, because Lex sees prison lipstick sneaking onto the roof. Lex ziplines over to the building, into a window, knocking over Nikolai, who is about to shoot prison lipstick
1: my notes really end at this point but <laughs> yeah
0: well there's not much left
2: <laughs> turns out it's shannon shannon wants lex to join her
1: shannon you're killing people holy criminals lady x was my inspiration i tried to frame lady x no no don't you see all women are
3: lady x we have to be
2: Again, weird feminist messages. Very, very odd. They fight. She falls
0: off of the <laughs> roof directly in front of Walker. I like Twisted Shannon Tweed. If there was one interesting thing was how Lady X is a counterbalance to the Shannon Tweed character. It's like, I, I, yes, I see how I am sort of like you, but I do not go as far, right? So, of course, you just push that character off of her. <laughs>
2: Walker says that the Lady X case is officially closed, and Jay finds the Lady X suit, but she thinks it's just a costume, and that Shannon was Lady X the whole time. Also, her eyes gonna be okay, so everything's perfectly fine. And then, till
1: episode two. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, fade to credits.
1: We have to celebrate. How about that birthday dinner? Well, only on one condition:
3: I get to wear this. <laughs>
1: I won't be needing it. At least I won't be needing it tonight. Come on, Vogue. Greg, do the rebel report card. ribal, report card. Come on, Vogue. That's it. I got that.
0: Hey. Yeah. yeah. I'll give that a clap. Model by Day ripoff report card is brought to you by Intermittent German Accent (laughs) Amaze your friends and wow your co-workers With a nonsensical accent that grants you access To supermodel photo shoots And the power to scare away anyone While still wearing a fanny pack (laughs) While Model by Day took a little while To reveal its true antagonists to the viewers The roots of the Russian mob Date back (laughs) to as early as the 1720s but grew to prominence in the 20th century. Some sources, Wikipedia, says Joseph <laughs> Stalin was a crime boss and agitator what? with a militarized group getting in on the protection racket. After the Bolshevik Revolution, in the gulags, the Russian mob started to collate. The baddest of the bunch became thieves-in-law, and these criminal elite would show off their status through complicated tattoos. Now, these tattoos served as a service record in ranking, differentiating between types of criminal, gang, etc. The tattoos were grouped as Eklama or advertising, regalka, aka regalia, climo, brand, or rospis, painting. And the tattooists, a.k.a. prickers, were held in high regard by the criminal underground. The collection of tattoos are referred to as a person's suit, and individual tattoos, as well as the way they are grouped, have different meanings. Now, after World War II, there was a fracturing of the criminal world due to the forced service of many criminals in the Russian military as penal units, which undermined part of the criminal code to never acquiesce to state authority or serve in the military. So those who did were cast out or demoted, labeled bitches or traitors, (laughs) and their prison resources being stripped away by more powerful crime bosses. This era was dubbed the Bitch War, and many prisoners were killed as authorities turned a blind eye to the violence. The tattoos were apparently a reaction... To the propaganda heavy visuals of the Soviet era, thumbing their nose at authority and parodying symbols like donkeys, devils, and pigs. Some of the other symbols that are common are stars, which indicate authority. On the shoulders or knees, I kneel to no one, is the thought. The eight pointed star denotes rank as thief in law, depending on where it is placed. The cat is a traditional sign of the thief, often wearing a hat which was taken from Puss in Boots, with the abbreviation CAUT, a.k.a. CAT, stands for a native prison inhabitant. Portrait of Lenin or Stalin, often tattooed on the chest, partly from the belief that a firing squad would never follow orders to shoot such an image. This may have been originated as a sign of pride amongst prisoners after the Bolshevik Revolution as former prisoners... Uh, We're now in control of the country. (laughs) And the Orthodox Church indicates a thief usually as a chest tattoo with the number of cupolas indicating the number of convictions. Now, the practice of tattooing for the Russian mob peaked in the 50s and declined in popularity during the 70s and 80s. That may explain why there are no such tattoos to be found in Model by Day. But then again, Model by Day seems to be focused more on who's in vogue rather than what's in vogue anyway. Uh, Nice.
1: And
0: this has been the Model by Day ripoff report card.
1: Come on, vogue. The tattoos were no longer in vogue. They're no longer (laughs) in vogue. Come on, vogue. Ripoff report card. Madonna is in Weird, the We weir- Al Yankovic story that was released on Roku on November fourth. Jamie edited it.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there was some there was some branded marketing in there that report. That, <laughs> that means that we're about to make more in this year than our fathers ever thought of making. <laughs> From podcast,
1: That's the truth. We have made more in podcasting than our fathers ever did. You're right.
0: Well, than they ever dreamed of. Ever dreamed of. You're right. But my dad did once say, I would never dream of doing something like (laughs) (laughs) this." So...
1: classmates. It was a wild ride, but before we pack up for the night, let's walk the runway one more time. And what did we learn from our brief stint in modeling school? What? Maybe on the final test.
2: Too bad this episode is coming out after Halloween. I hope some of our listeners dressed up as Lady X.
0: (laughs) To think about this as a pilot for Potential television show makes me wonder what some of the future arch villains would be. Ooh. And so I've thought about a few. Dr. Obstetrician, <laughs> Sex Luthor, <laughs> Gagnito, <laughs> Lookie, The Greek Goblin. <laughs> and the choker. <laughs> Ooh. I, for one, am excited to let Lady X fade in my memory <laughs> until the scandal pops up because Lady Antebellum tries to name themselves Lady X. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's the name of a Samoan accordion player or something.
1: Greg, earlier you mentioned the unreliable narrator aspect of this movie because I do keep thinking back on the white void that she found her friend in in the hospital room where the only world outside of it is a billboard of her face.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: And I think that more than anything proves that, mm, I, don't, I don't know how much of this is actually happening.
0: Yeah, are we saying the egotistical supermodel might yeah. be an unreliable narrator? <laughs>
2: mm, mm. Thank you so much to our teacher, Philip Marlowe, Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra, and Gabriella Tessitore of Scout Harris for our theme music. Justin Ferrero of the Rizzo's for our bed music. And Shearer for our logo. And the entire Video High crew. Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, Jamie Kennedy, and me, Josh Roth. Next time, join us around the Thanksgiving table as we dig into 1981's Home Sweet Home. An escaped mental patient wreaks havoc on a family's Thanksgiving dinner. Sounds like a run-of-the-mill holiday at home to me. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: God, y'all, my brain is so fried, y'all. I can't think of a funny song. It's <laughs> okay. uh, Do, do, okay. do, 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 do. Rip off report card. <laughs> do, do. <laughs>
3: Simple
0: Equations Podcast
3: Network.